episode of 252 with your host, Frank G and Ralphie D. All right, so uh, what, what were we doing today? 1981? 81. We've kind of danced around it a few times with some of these things anyway, because 81 they had Superman 2, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Superman 2. Um, I actually went to see that uh, when the dollar movie theater out here wasn't the dollar movie theater. It was just a regular movie theater. I remember going to see it there, and then uh, I remember getting home, having loved that movie so much, and acting out scenes that I remember in my bedroom. <laughs> the big fight. <laughs> but, uh, I was, of course, Superman fighting against uh, Zod, Urza, and Nan. <laughs> Kneel before Zod! That was the big... It was like they, they skipped all the boring setup part of the beginning of Superman 1 and just got right to the cool part. Seriously. I mean, there, were, uh, there were some parts that were questionable that people make fun of today, but really, there, there was nothing that bothered me at the age of 6 or 7 or whatever I was there. That uh, I thought it was awesome. Definitely. I was I'll, nervous I'll that he was going to get, get his ass kicked by that guy in the diner. I was, I was worried for him. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. He lost his powers. What the... Oh, no. And there was a lesson oh, in there for, for us young boys, too, which is never give up your superpowers just for some pussy. Thank you. Thank you. Not I, I look at that with adult eyes like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Soups. what a dumbass. <laughs> and the other thing people complain about a lot is that, well, how did he kiss her and he has the super amnesia powers? Or like, no, you know, he didn't... Uh, his kiss did not erase her memory. He fucking super hypnotized her, and he did have super hypnosis powers that they had him use about a billion times. Yep, there you go. It's just like at the, at the end of the first one, this is the, to correct people in there too. No, he did not fly and turn back time and reverse the spinning of the earth and all that stuff. That's just how they showed him going backwards through time because they couldn't do the goofy rainbow effect from the comics because it was a movie. You know, right. He didn't really spin the earth backwards. That was just him going backwards around it and then them showing you that time was going backwards. You know? There you go. Because even if he did spin the earth backwards, the end result would not be everything that had fallen going back up and sucking back into itself. It would be more shit falling apart, you know? Or shit. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Spinning the earth off its regular axis, probably not a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you know, spinning a globe and then smacking it the other direction. It's just going to (laughs) go. So, yeah, the only Uh, stupid. It was stupid when he had rebuilding the Great Wall vision in the fourth one, but in one and two, he was good. Even three, he didn't have any stupid powers. No, and uh, shoot, evil Superman was kind of terrifying, you know. Yeah, that was that. Was, if they had made the uh, the fake kryptonite that he made come out red, that story would have made mm-hmm. perfect sense with the comics perfect because they always sense. had red kryptonite do shit like that to him. I think that's yeah. what they were going for, but by making it come out green, we lost that. At the like, what the what is this? <laughs> you know. Exactly. So one, so, um, one color shift would have fixed that. They, and uh, they probably made it green for, uh, you know, the normal consumer who probably didn't know about the different kryptonites and their effects. So, Well, sure. It's like, oh, it's just kryptonite. All right. And it does some awful shit to them. Well, see, it split them in two. Yeah. Now they would explore that. They go, well, there's different kinds. In fact, we're going to have an entire movie showing you how they created them all. <laughs> <laughs> More room in the universe. So. Definitely. Give the nerds what they want. God damn it. 
Yeah, it gets uh, to be a bit overkill. I started to watch the Jessica Jones show the other day, and uh, it was it was good. But I was like, ah, I'll, I'll wait and watch this when I have nothing else to do, like you're doing with the other shows. Yeah, it's like, you know, I love that girl, oh, and she's awesome. But this is depressing, yeah. and I know it's going to get more depressing as it goes. <laughs> you know? Oh shit! But so far, everyone's yeah, doing I a really good job. Yeah. I'll give them that. Oh my god! More media. <laughs> more stuff to watch i can't, can't i'm yeah. gonna have to break my leg or something so i can just uh <laughs> stay home in bed all day yeah i skip a lot of that stuff because I, I you know i haven't watched i've watched one episode of gotham one episode of flash you know all that shit i watch one and go well do i really like this or do i just not care <laughs> you know usually i just don't care i've watched one episode yeah. of agents of shield and it's like okay nah, this is not all that exciting I know. It, it's pretty much, um, to me, the model of every show. That's, that's basically what it is. I, uh, I got through 75% of uh, the first season of Gotham, and uh, it was decent, but <laughs> I don't know. It's like, is, are there cops out here doing their thing, or are there not? It seems like these uh, bad guys have a lot of impunity. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff goes on, like you know, they're going in there, shooting up the fucking uh, Gotham Station, and there's not like a citywide hunt for these criminals, but the criminals kind of own the uh, Gotham PD, but not really. There's still some good ones, and I mean, uh, it's I, I guess it's good. I've watched the first episode of uh, season two, and uh, I. It was actually okay, and it looks like there's going to be like uh, super powers in this thing, yeah, or at least super science, yeah, super science, which is fine. It's one of those things where maybe I'll get into it once they start that. Like I've seen some cool stuff come out of the Flash. Like, wow, that looks pretty good. I had the, uh, the yeah the killer shark guy. I saw a picture of him, like the CG. I'm like, wow, that looks really good for a, a cheesy ass killer shark man. Yeah, like, which in yeah. the in the past they would have made like that. a guy in a silver outfit and he wouldn't have been a shark man at all except by name, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're getting better than that. It's like like Thor in the uh, the uh, Hulk movie from the eighties where he was just like a dude in a fur outfit with a hammer. Like, that's Thor, right? Come on, <laughs> you know. And Daredevil <laughs> was a dude in a black bodysuit. Well, yeah. You know, that's, that's what we got for this uh, TV budget. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we thought it was cool at the <laughs> time. Ford spandex. <laughs> Definitely, I was I was okay with it. They, they should have done She-Hulk. They were missing okay. that. that. That was an opportunity. That's right. I was, I was always wanting to see some She-Hulk. Sure, they should still do it. They I, should do a She-Hulk as a lady lawyer show because that's sort of what the book is anyway. Oh yeah, like what is know. it? Ally, have Ally McBeal with in, in She-Hulk as Ally McBeal. There you go. Except Ally McBeal is in Supergirl. Is, is Cat Grant? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but maybe someday she'll bring Han Solo along to, for a hangout. So that would be a kind of a cool meetup. If they cross that, if they bring him in there, <laughs> even if they just flash his face and he's really there on set on screen one time, it'd be great to have him like uh, in her office being interviewed and walking out or something. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> 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 I, told her, I told you I wouldn't go out with you. Stop bothering me. You know, whatever. There's all kinds of in jokes they could do there. 
he seems to be having fun with his life again, so that's good news. Very true. Yeah, I think they're they're saying that that plane crash really got him, uh, you know, yeah. out of the crotchety old man. <laughs> yeah, probably so. It's, uh, there was a thing that he did last weekend, and it's like, you know, he went to some charity thing for kids and, and was doing Han Solo stuff and talking about how much he loves Star Wars and stuff. Like, well, what happened to you? <laughs> you know? Seriously. Like, that's great. But, you well, well, you're not crotchety anymore. I like it. Yeah, he had a Scrooge moment. <laughs> and I guess as a result, they're like, great. Well, right now it's time for Indiana Jones 5. Hurry. <laughs> yeah, while well, he's, uh, yeah. yeah they, they broke his leg uh-huh. making Star Wars, you know. They dropped a fucking door on him, and, and he was pinned and broke, broke his leg. Like, dudes, you know, don't break the actors. <laughs> I mean, he'd be really pissed oh, if he comes God. back to do this, and you and you fuck him up. <laughs> Saying, yeah, you got to protect him. You know what? I mean, rewatching um, Indiana Jones, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I mean, you know, he just looks like an old guy. I mean, fuck, man, he was. So virile and looked like he could really punch the shit out of you back then. But then, you know, Jesus, our heroes are getting old. <laughs> he didn't look like he cared there, though, either, because, you know, he seems to look better mm-hmm. now. I think that's why they're talking about maybe doing it again, because you know, he's back in the sort of you know Han Solo shape, which is not to say, you know, buffed out or whatever, but he's able to do some stuff. He's not he's not old man in a chair mm-hmm. shape anymore. He's got some stamina. Right, and they're making the the horrible thing that will be Blade, hoping, Blade Runner two. So yeah, and I I think he said that out of all the out of all the movies, it was his favorite. Out of all his, uh, I think he said something about him loving filming that one. Yeah, but there's like an entire book, like five hundred page book about the miserable experience that was the making of Blade Runner because he bitched and moaned the entire time. <laughs> Hmm. All the way up to the fact or that the, the voiceover at the end has him like reading it in the most monotonous way that people hated uh, and removed. Yeah. But I always liked it. I thought that fit. <laughs> that was his character. Yeah. It was like, fuck yeah. this place. I'm sick of this dirty, shitty hole and I want to get out of here. And that was the character. And the people, whatever. Nobody understands the book for one thing. So we need Pat on here to give us like, you know, a whole like fucking huge lecture on why this yep. is the way it is. <laughs> so if you're listening pat we need another philip k dick pat's podium all about just that yeah uh, that is philip k dick right yeah yeah it was uh okay. do androids yeah. dream of electric sheep electric sheep yeah which for oh a long God. time was hard to find man and now you can you can just pick it up of course but for for years you couldn't even get a copy i tried libraries and everything like no we don't have that book <laughs> now it's a big Damn. deal again Right, but yeah, on the right Indiana on. Jones tip, the uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark was 1981, the f- the first one. Which, if you mm-hmm. look it up now, they they insist is called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that's complete bullshit. And they didn't even add that till the 2000s. Ooh, and it, really? It still annoys me when I see it pop up. So I I watch like yeah. I have a bootleg, and like I'm going to watch my one with the bootleg intro until it gets past the opening credits at least. Man, great freaking movie, especially. Let's see, what was I eight at the movie theater watching that? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that at the movie? See, I remember seeing the commercials for it. I and, did. Uh, I didn't go to movies very much back then, but uh, I remember seeing the commercials and then being told, no, that's like, you know, you, you can't go to that. That's probably too much. So I didn't see it till yeah. the videotape was out a couple of years later. 
but yeah, it's wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was uh, lucky that uh, my mom was dating a guy who had a son that was about my age, and uh, this kid was very well privileged. <laughs> he got like whatever the fuck he wanted. His Star Wars collection was outstanding, but nice. whenever it came to movies and stuff, they'd just drop us off at the theater and be like, all right, we'll be back in an hour and 48 to get you. <laughs> all right. Cool. Let's go. Watch the movie. Yeah. Seemed perfectly safe, too. I, th- I don't think I would do that with my... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's scary that uh, things have changed that my way. Because, sure, we used to do it all the time. I mean, I definitely mm-hmm. when I was 10, I would yeah. ride my bike up there by myself and watch movies. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and plus, they didn't used to but, give you uh, any yeah, shit. You know, if you were 10 years no. old and you had five bucks or whatever, you were just like anybody else with five bucks. Now they have to give you the evil eye and check your ID and call your parents and shit, you know. But that's because mm-hmm. we weren't starting any trouble either. Right. I mean, we're obviously here to just see a movie. And One of the expensive places here, they now require you to be uh-huh. 18 or have a signed permission, something, something, you know, whatever, from your parents that says you won't be an asshole or they can sue you, you know. And people are all like, well, fuck this. Damn. This, is, this is terrible. And they're like, well, they really just don't want them there at all. But they can't say that because the law says you can't, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's that kind wow. of thing. There's people that it's not even that they're causing ruckus necessarily, but everybody's on a cell phone and talking about everything except the movie, and then nobody follows any rules. You know, come on, fucking dickheads. I'm saying, I mean, this is our last bastion of, you know, pure entertainment. Sit your ass in your seat, get off your goddamn phone, watch the movie. I mean, they have to tell you in the beginning of the movie, stay off your phone a couple of times. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's a surprise, you know. And they even say it out loud in case you can't read the giant forty-foot words. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Ushers come out in front of the screen. And stay off your phone. What is it? The cinema draft house? They'll kick you out if you're. Uh, <laughs> Be get booted if you're yeah. being an asshole. <laughs> And that's that's the way to, I mean, the place I I go here now. I've only just started going back to like straight out of Compton, and it was the first time. Well, and I saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are the only two movies I've seen since the last Star Wars was out. But in the meantime, Sheesh. well, I, I had you know the home theater thing, and at the point where DVDs were ten bucks, but movie tickets were ten bucks. It's like, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and hey. having a baby for those ten years, growing from zero to ten, so that makes a difference too. But now, in the meantime, I they've installed all you. this cool shit because you order tickets online that have reserved seats where exactly you can pick where you want to be, and then when you get there, it's this fucking lazy boy recliner seat with a vibrating thing and all this. Like, what the fuck is this? Yep. And it's, now it's like I don't want to leave this seat. <laughs> this is nice. Going to the theater is the thing to do again. Yeah, well, they they finally made it better than the house again, so yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I heard that there was some technology now, too, where they're, they have the screen in front of you, and then they have a, a screen on either side of you as well, so you're like immersed in the movie. They could probably do that. Something like I need that to see. Too. Yeah, it's like, like they also have the giant IMAX things, but they also, the new... Uh, the new sound systems they have, like the Atmos, Dolby Atmos has all these additional speaker placements like above your seats in, in weird places where they can do all kinds of crazy shit. 
and a lot of the places now have the motion seats too where they'll they'll move and and you know react to the film as well yes and i i haven't been to any one of those theaters yet but uh it's only in like like six theaters anywhere they've got this uh the dolby laser projection which is supposed to be like the the best looking thing ever but there's the only place you can go anywhere near us anywhere is in la Damn. All right. So what you're taking, you're talking about a step past digital, their laser projection now. Yeah. It's, it's uh, like direct laser to the screen. Way, way more than your eyes can give a shit about. It would just look like looking. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Right. Looking out at reality (laughs) as closely as possible. If you have a 4K flat panel on the wall, it's like total recall where you can make the window do what you want because that's, you're there. So we do have that kind of future tech now. (laughs) It's a lot of money. Yeah. If you want to, you could be Bill Gates and, and build an entire house out of 4K digital walls. And Pat can probably build it Oof. for you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, yeah. But that would be awesome. You just get up and to. go like, well, I want to pretend, you know, I want to be, you know, in Hawaii right now sitting on the beach. And suddenly all your walls just look like a live shot of Hawaii on the beach, you know. It's awesome. Man, yeah, that's that next step. If we get the hologram technology working too, you go, and I want at least four hot chicks here with me. <laughs> Wait, better make that. Better make that eight. They're free. Go for it. Oh, uh, the holodeck, or uh, the, the danger, danger room slash holodeck. Yeah. In fact, if they over- yeah. did the overrides on whatever, those things could actually hurt you, which means they could probably also you know touch you and however you want. <laughs> so now we That's know what, what, I'm what Colossus about. was doing on the weekends. Now we know, yes. <laughs> I'll be in here until uh, Monday when I have to be back at X work. <laughs> Say stupid kitty. Intangible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The Colossus they have in the Deadpool movie looks really good. Oh yeah, I know. Is is that 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 Colossus looking guy? <laughs> yeah, it's Colossus. Great. Yeah, it's, that's him. It is. Is it really him? Yeah. Oh, well, awesome. it's not really him because he's a fictional character. But yeah, it's really him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's really him, as close to him as you can get. To well, him. <laughs> the the uh, it's a Fox movie, the Deadpool thing, so they have rights to X Men. That is great. I was wondering why a Colossus looking guy was in there, but that is him. That's even better. Yeah, it looks like a pretty good and battle. I, <laughs> you don't know how happy I was, too, when I saw Colossus show up for that brief moment Seconds, yeah. in uh, X2. <laughs> yep. In X2. I was like, oh, shit, it's Colossus. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know why there wasn't more so what, Colossus. They had the effect. It looked good. It looked great. Uh, what, what did you think of X3? I remember watching it. I don't remember. There was some stupid shit that happened, and I went, eh. Didn't they, like, did they kill one of them at the end? Yep. They killed everybody at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Scott Scott died. Uh, Professor X, quote, unquote, died. Well, he always died, and then he always came back. Yeah. Figured yeah, that, but true. yeah, I remember it being like, oh, this isn't the way this story goes. But I guess uh, the last one I yeah. saw, the, 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 what was the last I one? I mean, Days of Future Past was all right. You did a good job there. You did have that epic battle at the end. I remember, yeah, they were, there was like one Sentinel when you first yeah, showed up in like good. 50. That, that completely erased X3, basically. <laughs> yeah, that Sentinel that they showed in X3 was a danger. But, right. Oh, right. yeah. But it was a, yeah, there was a bunch of crap in X3, but uh, I think if it was a short, <laughs> like a 41-minute short, it probably would be 
okay. Mitsuka had all that bullshit. <laughs> Just had the epic battles and stuff. Right. Yeah, the new one uh, looks like Kelsey it's probably Grammer. on. Kelsey Grammer's Beast. Love that guy. Yeah, I thought that worked uh, for sure. Definitely. But, uh, shit. All right, we went off on a way tangent. Uh, yeah, uh, Raiders. <laughs> oh, only on a half a tangent because that, uh, that movie storyline was happening in the books in 80 and 81. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one the best probably. I think you talked about that the other day. Uh, I, yeah, pe- people got upset with Temple of Doom excessively, and uh, they they backed back down a little bit for the next one. But I, I never had a problem with any of those movies. I, they were all good, but the first one was the best one, especially Definitely. the first time you see it when you have no idea what's happening. And it starts right off with like shit happening, mm-hmm. which was a, yeah, a, I, a Lucas a Lucas thing. And Spielberg, they used to like to start as close to the action as possible. Brilliant. Definitely brilliant. Because yeah, it would have been if they had switched it around and then started him out in the school scenes and then got into it. It would have been not as good. Yeah, yeah. You start out in the action and it's like, oh shit, we're in the middle of some shit right now. And I remember kind of being bored and thinking that those school scenes were longer. But you know, when when I was younger, but uh, you know, watching it with older eyes, you're like, okay, this is great. This is great. First basic scene, really. I mean the was the whole uh, going into the temple to, re- to retrieve that I- object and then chase- being chased by the boulder and all like that iconic scene that has been used so many places for you know parody and for other things. For so, sure. Yeah, at that favorite. point, that was brand new. We're like, wow. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> that is amazing. How did they do it? <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, him tossing the idol to Doc Ock. I mean, who's all that coming? Right <laughs> it's on. Doc Ock. He's evil. Don't him. <laughs> oh, wait. He's just misunderstood. Oh, he's really a good guy. <laughs> and again, the uh, the unsung hero of that film, as well as Superman and Star Wars, is John Williams. Because if you, if you mute the music, oh, yeah. those movies are not anywhere near as good. I mean, you can't, you can't even see that in your mind's eye without the music. I mean... All, all the all the movies, <laughs> all the movies that he was a part of, the music is just so iconic, just so amazing. I mean, you can just listen to the soundtrack. I mean, yeah, pretty the, I think he's um, the master yeah, the of what he does. Other people do do good stuff too, but as far as like it, when he shows up, like, well, your shit is going to do better by at least twenty percent just because the music's going to push it forward. That is the god honest truth the new Star Wars stuff. And like, well, as soon as the music starts, like, oh, yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're making six yes. more at the moment. I was like, well, you know, he's only doing three of the six or whatever. The three that aren't going to be done by him are going to feel really weird. Yeah, the unless off, they the get like movies. someone. Yeah, I mean, if they get someone who's close to him or are they just going to go Phil, a completely Phil. different way? Almost certainly <laughs> take one of the people who does the music for either the Clone Wars series that was out or for the Rebels series or one of those. They, they have other guys. There's a whole team that does them for video games. You know, right? Everybody okay. just adapts and grows on the works that are there pretty much, but they can still pull it off. It's just going to be obviously different. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's doing yeah. the ones that are episodes, but not the ones that are anthologies. So the, the Rogue One movie or the Han Solo movie or whatever else, those will have a different sound. So, well, maybe What's, they can uh, put in like some NSYNC or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Come on, Brittany, bring her out. Uh, yeah, or how about Miley? Retirement. So I need some Miley. She kind of looks like an alien. There you go. <laughs> See, Miley, when you put no ass into compression shorts, what you get is a thing that looks like a rubber novelty chicken from the 60s. Yep. That's, no, the, that's the saddest uh, saddest white girl ass I've ever seen ever, and I've seen some sad ones. <laughs> yeah, I've run the gamut of, uh, of white girl heinies, and that is not on the positive side. <laughs> no, I'd rather have on the... the you know, Somebody hit her in the ass yeah. with a book bag. Wow. You're much better off if you have one that's slightly too big than one that's slightly too small. <laughs> there you go. So that's working out for you now, ladies. The, work with the, the bigness. The, the big ass is in. So, you know. Yeah, I'm saying. Run with it, ladies. Don't <laughs> <laughs> run. That's how you got the big ass. No more. Well, no. Running, yes, it builds up those muscles, man. See, if the big oh, yeah, ass the is muscular. all just fat, then it's kind of not go. cool. You got to have a combination. Right. But it can't be all that muscle either because then you might as well be like doing it with Mr. T. Hey, boy. You look mighty cute in them jeans. <laughs> Oh yeah, everything circles right back around to Eddie. <laughs> it does, yeah. That was uh, yeah, he was doing some stuff in '81. Was that, that uh, Trading Places, right? Say. Forty-eight hours was '82. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah we, we're talking about Jamie Lee. Like those were <laughs> some of the earliest breasts I saw on film. <laughs> Trading Places, shit. Solid rack too. Solid rack. <laughs> yeah, she was. I remember uh, seeing those. Are they all gonna look like that? Awesome! You know, they totally didn't. You know, yeah. it was sad. Those were, that was a good place to start for sure. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, yeah, uh, eighty-one trading places. That was. Uh, I, I I remember seeing it like probably in my teens or something. I did, I did not see that movie when it came out. <laughs> Yeah, I remember like, like many things of that era. I remember seeing the ads and going, "That looks cool," but like, it was rated R, and there was no way. Yeah, you know, I was not. Yep. I was about eleven before I managed to sneak to R movies, and then you know, then it was pretty much okay after that. But I think I bought uh, Trading Places video when we were maybe thirteen or fourteen, so that's probably when we both saw. That may have been it. That may have been it. Oh, <laughs> you know what though? It used to be on TV a lot. But edited, of course. That's that's true. Ed, definitely edited. I think but, I, I'm uh, sure I saw it I, before. I, like I saw it on TV a few times, and then finally got the video and got to see the boobs that had been removed from our vision. Oh right! Damn edited movies. <laughs> Though we can see then, a lot of movies that way that we wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Or I did anyway. Because yeah, I was not allowed that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw an R-rated film at the theater was a it was a double feature with something that was PG at the at the dollar movie there. So like, I went to the, the PG movie and just didn't mention the fact I was staying for the other one, <laughs> which was uh, which was my chauffeur, which was kind of you know on the PG thirteen edge of R-rated movies anyway, but. Yeah, definitely some titties in that movie, right? That some titties and Pendulette. And I still love both. Wow! <laughs> and Howard Hessman as a as a greasy guy, which was not really a stretch. So had some Doctor Johnny Fever in there. Another nineteen eighty one eighty eighty one thing at WKRP. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember watching that as a kid and not knowing why I liked it, but you know, yeah, definitely exactly. liking it. 
Same thing. I used to like that show. And, and, and now if you keep watching it, you, you get like a lot of jokes that we totally couldn't have gotten back then. But like, okay. Right. There was multiple layers to it. Like something, anything that's good has those multiple layers, you know. I definitely didn't get any of the sex or drug jokes. <laughs> right. like I, I got all the music jokes. That was, and it's like uh, I don't I don't know what the line is now because uh, it seems like you could get away with more stuff back then, but now I mean you can't you can get away with a lot more violence now. Or I don't I don't know what the what yeah. the line is. Yeah, I would anymore. say that you can get away with a lot more violence now for damn sure, and you can get away with a lot more sex stuff now too. Because what was I watching the other day? Oh, it was a, a episode of Last Man on Earth. Have you seen any of those? Yes. <laughs> that That's a great show. I, I watched the whole last season. I haven't watched this season yet because my, oh, okay. my DVR hasn't, didn't catch the first couple episodes. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, almost stopped watching in the, this, uh, this season because it gets, it gets annoyingly fucking annoying, basically. Like, like, okay, come on, you guys. Let up a little bit. But then it, it did let up, so it's okay. But the, on the last episode, they said... Uh, Somebody walks in. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were masturbating in here. Are you masturbating? I'm like, you know, Prince got his album banned almost in 1984 for saying that word. Now it's just like on TV two, three times yeah. at 9 o'clock, and nobody gives yeah. a shit and stuff yeah, like true. that. Or like the, the Scream Queens thing. Like, there's so many things in there. The one, one time she walks in, she's like, okay, you kitty punchers. It's time for blah, blah, blah. I'm like, did she just call them kitty punchers? <laughs> and like, did nobody wow. sort of research what that might mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's great so okay like, yeah, if you can say that on tv now that's we've come a long way from 85 86 where like you know they couldn't talk about condoms with theo and shit and bill obviously oh, yeah. knew a thing or two about condoms right. he could have done a really good psa yeah he could have oh god oh that thing Sorry. on the family guy was like oh. <laughs> damn it yeah you know what i know you sent me uh a message to watch that and i I, I there, it. It, the episode was mostly lame but yeah they said something about uh he was watching the cosby show on the show and then it showed him you know and he was doing his little dance and then it would show like it cut to uh to, passed to out. yeah passed out Claire, and then they cut to passed out lisa bonet and then they cut to passed oh. out tempest bledsoe but they did avoid oh, no. they did avoid passed out rudy <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they skipped Rudy. <laughs> I said, Well thanks for doing that. That was nice. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh my god. And let's not even mention Raven Simone. <laughs> oh yeah, she seems like a kook. Oh, I hated her when she was on that show. She ruined the Cosby show for me. No, oh, yeah. other things have ruined it in sense, but at the time she definitely I was like, Well I'm I'm just gonna watch Bart Simpson, fuck this. Yeah. That's uh, that's when you know a show is about to jump the shark or in full shark jumping mode when they bring in the little kid. <laughs> and they didn't and they need to. That. The only reason they did because Rudy was getting kind of, you know, she was in her like, ooh, what's that face? <laughs> yeah. Like, Rudy got a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> she got, she got, she got a mustache. Exactly. But fucking Lisa Bonet had a mustache from the very beginning. What's the problem? Come on. She rocked it, and then, you know, they, they waxed her, and then it was like, okay, shit. Damn, I think the cute. reason I never found her attractive is because she looked so much like Prince in the Kiss video. Oh, man. Like, I kept waiting for her to break into song, and that never <laughs> happened. I'm like, well, I can't. You're not hot because you look like Prince, and that would just be a world of confusion. <laughs> yeah, I, I always liked her because she was that... Uh, you know, beret wearing, 
know. Or her character was cool. Yeah. The, her character was cool. I always thought cool Vanessa character. was cuter, I, I, though. <laughs> but I was that. I was more of Vanessa's age, I guess. You liked the older ladies. Yes, I did. Back then. <laughs> it's like, I did, and I still like them the same age as I did at that point. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Never matured. Nah, that works. Uh, taxi. Did that start in 70? That was, started in the late 70s, but was still going in 81 for sure. It was probably the last year was 82. So, yeah, that, mm-hmm. was, uh, that was when uh, like Andy Kaufman was gone, but Reverend Jim was in full effect. Yeah. Um, so, 81 that was a, been, another yeah. that I watched with uh, my aunts. And uh, I remember them thinking that show was hilarious. And then, you know, me thinking you know reverend jim is funny uh i don't i don't really get the jokes but there's <laughs> something funny about it. and yeah. then you know seeing it in later years like oh man this is great oh yeah uh, the, the bits that they the classic ones that they show on you know shows of uh, flashback shows or whatever there's always you know some really good stuff in there I, i've got most of those in the there's not a. I don't think there were too many bad episodes. Once in a while, they'd get kind of sappy, sad, or something with a, too much Alex. But uh, mm-hmm. anytime they had everybody participating, that was a good show. That was the yeah. era of those you know ensemble shows like that that they don't really do as much anymore. Although Undateable is kind of trying to do it, but uh, the whole I'm, and I'm I'm okay with Undateable too. I I, I like it. Yeah, that's like good it. stuff. And they've but they've, yeah, they've the picked it up since characters. they've gone live because now they can they can do their yeah. thing because those guys are all stand up comedians yes. you know yeah doing yeah, it live they, where they they've they've stumbled and fucked up and and run with it and made it funnier than it would if they did another it. take yep I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, liking it more since they have gone live too um, and uh, the girl that's on uh, <laughs> my kids used to watch the show called. Uh, Actually, they still kind of watch it. Um, what the hell's the name of that show? Something Charlie. Goodbye, Charlie, or something. Okay, yeah. Something good, uh, good luck, Charlie. The, good luck, Charlie. That's it. Oh, with the little blonde girl. That's where that chick comes from. Yeah, I've heard them make references, yes. but I've never seen so, the. Uh... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have girls. That's a. That's right. definitely. A, a well, it's probably for the best because a couple of times I've looked at that girl and I'm like, damn, she's kind of hot, although she's a little bit young. But yeah. It's probably better if I don't know her from a Disney show at that point then. <laughs> Though I like the you other girl better going. anyway, the older one, so I guess I'm still okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the the one they're always referencing her, her, her drinking. Drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she's pretty darn hot. Yeah. Did you ever watch Rules of Engagement? It had like the the mom from Grounded for Life and the guy who was the tick. It was just one of those sitcoms. It had David yes, Spade. Yes, I watched it too. Uh, not a lot of that show, but I've had seen it. Yeah, she was on that yeah, show as, as the girl, Gunn. as the girl with the, uh, you know, that was the other couple on there. And like, yeah, after I saw that show a few times, like I didn't like the show, and then I saw one where she was on there wearing some sweatpants, and it was just like, holy shit! Hold on a second, what's this? Yeah, uh, the, you know what? The she's ass got a nice onion. Yeah, <laughs> she has got an onion. They, they didn't like to shoot her from the side, and they still don't. But when they do, you're like, "Oh wow, okay, they should do that like, more often." What? Please do. Yeah, one they did make a reference on uh, Undateable one time. They said something about her or having a black girl's ass, <laughs> like this. So they know, they know it's there. 
Use that. Hey, no. Yeah, I know uh, my man has seen that. Uh, what's, his, what's, the, what's the brother's name on the show? I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, Ron Funches? Ron Funches. <laughs> that guy's oh. funny. Because you think he's, <laughs> his, his voice, you're like, oh, he's the gay guy, but then he's just not. <laughs> you know? <Same. laughs> I, I, there was a, a while after seeing him, uh, hearing him on podcasts and then seeing him on At Midnight, where I'm like, oh, man, is he gay? I mean, if he is, all good, whatevs. But and then he starts talking about, you know, nailing chicks and stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think he's just uh, he's just really mellow <laughs> and sort of like the, the human Winnie the Pooh. Super pothead, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he seems to uh, represent our town fairly well. He wears his, always wearing some Detroit-based shit on that show. Well, that brings us to another one of these 1981-isms, which was that's when crack sort of made its U.S. debut. Which sort of uh, led to all this fun. Oh, yay. <laughs> you, can buy a, you can buy a TV for $5. It did, it did lead to some you know, decent electronics at good prices. But <laughs> <laughs> I do, um, let's see. So uh, we were eight when crack happened. Thank goodness. Too young to, you know. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't into. I don't have, know anybody that ever even uh, gave it a thought at the time. Right. I know some right. people who have since, but at the time, definitely that wasn't. It was that was crack is whack and all that kind of shit. We were not fucking with that. Definitely. But I remember okay, hearing well, about it on the fine. news for the first time and like, what's this? You know, because I'd never. It was a new word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I watched, and I was like that that weird seven year old who would watch 2020 and learn shit, and then I watched them showing like here's them breaking up the rocks and stuff. I'm like, dude, what? That doesn't look like a good plan at all, you know. So, it's, you know, crack was not our thing, but it did. You know, it became a thing that we certainly lived with forever, where it was we were always told to avoid it, and most of the people that we listened to told us that it was bad stuff. You know, it's like, right. you know, except maybe Schooly D a couple times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But then he did stuff but, like, like, same white bitch got you strung out on cane, which is kind of got the same message. So that, that's, a, that's a moralistic song title for you there, kids. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, if Captain Lou Albano says, leave the crack alone, I'm not touching it. Yeah. No, thank you. That was uh, that, the whole amount of say no to drugs crap that they used to beat into us all the way through senior year i mean because i still had that in, in that stupid health class to the point where they show like here watch this movie i'm like okay and we're watching it and they're like at one point in the movie and it still creeps me out now they say here's the dissected you know of, of a person who did this drug and it was like a laid out fucking opened up person like oh like for real and they showed us this with no of course warning that it was coming or anything it's just like here you go and it was like fuck this man it's the same bitch that showed us the fucking kid popping out of a woman without any warning too like thanks for that you just set me off of that stuff for another five years (laughs) seriously uh which is still good still good that's probably the point yeah (laughs) yep Oh, God, I do remember the first time I saw the, the birth on screen. I was like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> this is no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't need that information. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, learning about 
crack, just say no. I think, you know what, I think my mom actually, uh, we were watching the news. She would watch the news. I'd kind of plop down and, and watch as well. And then her saying things like, all right, stay away from that. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even thinking about any kind of drug shit. I just always... Yeah, the, yeah. Drugs, no they drug. talk about the temptation and all that stuff. Oh, it was terrible. And like, you know what? Not only did we avoid it, but I can honestly say that no one ever asked if I wanted it anyway. <laughs> you know, anything. Yeah. You know, yeah there, right. there was no one trying to get guess, me to do anything ever once. Not one time did somebody say, hey, kid, like, that just never happened. That was some fictional shit that this, uh, who did that happen to? Maybe in New York, not in the suburbs. Yeah. Possibly, um, I do remember maybe some kids smoking weed or something and offering and uh, oh, yeah. just saying no. Yeah, I <laughs> remember just saying, saying things, but yeah. never, a, never a pusher, though. Never exactly. a pusher. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, I got some bills. I got some. <laughs> I mean, the kids whatever. across the street from the school I mean, that were smoking cigarettes weren't always smoking cigarettes. Sure. And, and a couple of times, you want this? Like, no, nah, I'm good. And they never said again, well, here, you need to, you should really, you know, it was just like, okay, cool. You know? They weren't all that interested mm-hmm. in sharing their shit anyway, <laughs> you know? They're just being nice. Yeah, there you go. This guy's just being That's the being last friendly. thing someone... Yeah. <laughs> right. So that was, last thing that was someone on a limited budget with drugs wants to do is share it. So. <laughs> that was about the time that I started to think there was something up with that. Because I'm like, the only people I see here on any kind of drugs are the nicest guys around. <laughs> you know? Fuck. Yeah. The people who I know are drunk after lunch are fucking assholes, though. Right. So, yeah, the weed probably not as bad. Uh, still it's, not It's not a good it. plan I'm when you're in school. Kid. Yeah. Once yeah, your brain is it, once your brain is formed, it's probably not. And alcohol has to be more damaging just by the nature of it. Right. It's like, well, but, mixing uh, mixing them is where it's at, <laughs> right? <laughs> woo! Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Yeah. The uh, crack epidemic. Thank goodness. I mean, maybe we were kind of sheltered from it, but living out here, it didn't seem like it was. We were too affected. I bet if I look back at some studies or some old newspapers or some shit, could probably find some spotty evidence in the bad parts of town about the shit uh, going down. But you know, I'm sure it was I just there, don't. But they weren't trying to get kids, right? Yeah, I'm sure those apartments there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> you know exactly what neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, thank goodness we didn't live over there, man, when that shit was going down. Yeah, scary uh, stuff. But yeah, the the biggest yeah. thing that year that we should uh, probably definitely hit, I was gonna, at one point talking about having enough to do a whole show about, but uh, in 1981, August 1st, they, was the, the day MTV launched into the world with Woo! with 24 hours of music hosted by VJs, like the original mm-hmm. the original six or whatever so we, that was our first taste of martha quinn for sure it was uh, august 81 ladies and gentlemen rock and roll this is it welcome to mtv music television the world's first 24-hour stereo video music channel. Behold, a new concept is born. The best of TV combined with the best of radio. Now, starting right now, you'll never look at music the same way again. I'm Alan Hunter. 
I'll be with you right after Mark. We'll be covering the latest in music news coast to coast here on MTV Music Television. I'm Martha Quinn. The music will continue non-stop on MTV Music Television, the newest component of your stereo system. Well, all right, I'm J.J. Jackson, and I'll be sitting in with the latest video music performances the way they were meant to be. That's in stereo on MTV Music Television. You'll never look at music the same way again. Hi, I'm Nina Blackwood, and I'll be with you after J.J. right here on MTV, the world's first video music channel, all day, all night, in stereo. Are those guys the best? We all are so excited about this new concept in TV. We'll be doing for TV what FM did for radio. And let's get into it right now at MTV. Uh, I probably didn't see MTV uh, in my own home for at least another half a decade. Oh, but sure. uh, I, I, kinda, I think I remember going to like Chuck E. Cheese or something and them having it up. I do remember <laughs> seeing that video killed the radio star video up on uh, the few TV screens that they had there. That yeah. old school Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, they so used to who have knows those big, big screen projectors. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw it was probably early 82. And I had uh, one of my uncles had cable and they had, it came to their system pretty early. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I just would go over there and I'm like, oh, well, you have this. And you know, it would just it would be playing music videos because that's what they did. And after one would end, there would be another one, and another one, and another yep. one. And there were very few commercials at the time, and most of them that were there were for music. You know, get the new blah 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 coming out this week. You know that kind of stuff. So it was all cool. And what they used to also wow. have that they you know I don't know what's on there now is you know reality shows, but. Uh, you know, it was music videos constantly, and if they interrupted them, they would do a here's a, you know, here's a two-hour concert by this cool artist. You know, they always like Saturday night concerts or something. So they'd have a two-hour Zappa concert uh. or two-hour Ozzy concert or whatever, and Rush and you know, all kinds of bands that were popular in the early '80s. And uh, wow. that's the kind of thing that they would do. They would charge you money for now, you know, and they would just every single week there was another free concert that they would air and. Slightly edited if somebody was cursing or whatever, but you know, yeah. And back then, the sheer brilliance of that idea—I, you know what—I would like to see the uh, the documentary of the inception of MTV, of uh, you know, the idea that spawned it and how everything came together to create it. Yeah, well, they were, the, you know, there were people were making those video clips for clubs at the time, you know, mm -hmm. like for the dance play. Instead of sending them the record, they would send them the video because the places were putting in those video walls. So you had, uh, oh yeah, you know, bands like Duran Duran, you know, and also you know where mm -hmm. else was playing music videos prior to that was the Playboy Channel or whatever it was called at the time had their. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they they're had uncensored videos section, so that's they, they would make these like Duran Duran made videos with nude models, and then would cut the nude models out and send it to MDV.
you watch the DVD go. of the the did first like five Duran Duran videos, you'll see a whole bunch of naked. Did not know that. <laughs> that is awesome. So I had a lot of there were so many bands that were starting to make these clips that somebody said, "Well, why don't we make a channel that shows them twenty four hours a day?" Because uh, you know they were it was free programming. You know, the people would give you the videos right. to air because that was promotional for them. And then people would pay you for commercial time, even though you had put out like no money. All they had to pay for was hiring the six people, and whoever in the production team. But that's cheap. So Smart th- as those hell. first, I, I, those first, however many years, they made just ludicrous money doing almost nothing. Definitely smart as hell to yeah, make got, that come into uh, fruition. Uh, so, what, 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 were there video channels prior to uh, MTV? Like there were things like like a channel. Like Night Flight. You remember Night Flight on USA? They would just show yes. weird shit after 11 o'clock or whatever. And sometimes they'd throw in huh? videos. There was, uh, there were shows like, uh, you know, like the Midnight Special and shit like that, where it would be like or Don Kirshner's rock concert and stuff, where they would have a half hour right. show that might show two videos and a live clip something. So there were, right. there were shows that used that stuff, but there was no. You know, place where no, you can twenty four seven. Yeah, it was it was it was like watching cartoons back then. You might catch one if you were lucky. Yeah. But now the cartoons you can see twenty four hours a day. But music videos they they're still not there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, don't want to see I, any I have, new ones, and the, the old ones seem to be missing yeah. a lot for some reason. I mean, I have a. Uh, I don't know how many MTV channels we have in this uh, satellite package that we have, but that's I, I don't watch it. Yeah. Don't watch it. Me neither. For a while, they had one that was called MTVX, which was all like uh, it was supposed to be extreme, but it was all you know, heavy metal and some occasional rap videos from like the late '80s, early '90s, and that was great. And then they, of course, turned it off and made MTV Three or something. Which was more episodes right, of the real yeah. world. Which I really fell off of, I'd say, like season four, <laughs> maybe five. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I made it Early on. Far. <laughs> I, I know I made it to maybe three for sure. But that, that was still a new idea at the time. And even then we could tell it was, it was bullshit. Like, this isn't real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, you kind of tuned in for the drama. Sure, yeah. Of, quote, unquote, real, real life. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, as the as the years went on, and that, you know, that's when they started falling apart. It's, uh, when they added the animation stuff, that was fine. That was cool. A little half hour liquid TV where Beavis and Butthead started and stuff like that. For sure. And uh, Aeon Flux, oh, that was so good. The game shows, you know, remote control was awesome. Ah, the first uh, Kari War. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can still remember that yellow dress with the holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yes and, uh, <laughs> that was our first taste of Colin Quinn too but I was really there for the curry Kenny wasn't like the other kids TV mattered nothing else did girl said yes but he said no now he's got his own game show It's his basement, his rules, his game show. The Quizmaster of 72, Whooping Corp Lane, Ken Elba. 
Dominique Mopadre. Thank you. Say hello over here to Colin, Carrie, and Steve. Kari, then, then you should have one of those little Spanish things over your A. Yeah, the Colin was great. The Kari was awesome. And uh, Adam Sandler was one of the the guys that used to run out once in a while when they would need to like one of the if you picked certain Maybe questions they'd have one of the idiots from the yeah. back. You know? Yep, I remember that for sure. Yeah, that was. Great. And I kind I think I remember knowing who he was or something. Well, he started to, he started to get popular from doing that, and I think that's when he showed up on SNL after that. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was he was funny at first too. We liked him. He was Opera Man and shit. Uh, opera Man was cool. Yep. You talk about a decline though. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Start, we're, we're talking without. about twenty five years ago. You know, he's not good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He's just an old, so, you know, whiny guy now. You know, he turned into some Jewish yeah. dad pretty much. Is all he, he is going for him. Like I, I watched Pixels. Like, well, this is cool, but really, he's just annoying now because, like, he's whiny and needs to do something else. Yeah, that stick is over. But uh, you know, he, that other the the guy in that movie that uh, I guess is from something else. That uh, Josh Gad, like, he, oh, the chubby guy. Yeah, yeah, he annoyed me ten times more than Adam Sandler. So I'm like, okay, I guess I can tolerate this guy if I don't have to see this guy anymore. <laughs> but I guess he shows up in lots of places now, so maybe he'll be less annoying somewhere else. But I doubt it. He'll be like that guy that was mm. the uh, the fat guy on Seinfeld that then had to be the fat guy in everything for a whole ten year period. Right, you're like dude, are you, are you're you talking about human. Yeah, yeah, that's him. And uh, Wayne Wayne Knight, mm. like dude, like, Wayne you, Knight, you yeah. look like the really fat version of my annoying ex boss, and I don't want to see you on TV. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw him play a, a role where he wasn't that guy. I'm like, okay, this guy's cool, you know. But yeah, usually he's playing that is that asshole from Jurassic Park where you just were happy to see him get fucking eaten. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, uh, yeah, let him let him go. I did, but I think he lost a lot of weight though, so he's not that guy. Oh, okay, that'll that'll um, do it too. <laughs> Yeah, he was on Hot in Cleveland or something a couple of years ago. I, he made I was entertaining. That's right. I liked him there. Yeah. I was, and that, that was one of those shows that I was trying to give a chance to. But uh, I already had too much stuff on my plate. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. That that can, it, was, yeah it, was, it was a pretty standard comedy thing. You, you weren't missing anything urgent. Uh, it, was pretty right, good. Good. it was pretty good, though. Was Betty, the one Betty White Betty is White always White. cool. Yeah, They had yeah. some cool guest stars here and there. Like, yeah. Huey, Huey Lewis Man. showed up for a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hey, I'll go to bat with Huey. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. um, Betty White, man. She was hot back in the day. When she was like... When well, she was in her 20s, 20s and shit, yeah. Probably. There's some... Uh, 60s. <laughs> we have one of these internet channels that shows ridiculously old things that no one has seen forever because they didn't make it to syndication and shit like that. It's Betty Thank White you. when she's like 19, maybe 20. You know, mm-hmm. On this, one of those shows like, uh, you know, like Father Knows Best kind of thing. You know, really old I Love Lucy style live show that was a earliest sitcoms like that. But then there she was. Right. So she was she was cranking out. She was like Lucille Ball age, you know. And, uh-huh. and so it's like she was an old lady 
when we you know, when we were kids. <laughs> oh yeah, I watched. Uh, what the fuck was the the show <laughs> with the three old broads, the, the four girls? old broads, yeah. <laughs> Golden Girls? Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. It, she, I, she was on Mary Tyler Moore for a bunch of years there too. Oh, that's well, right. She yeah, she wasn't on Mary Tyler Moore, as far as I know, but she was on her <laughs> she show. Was on the- oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. All those and people, and everybody on that show was awesome. That's how they used to do that. Just like I said, Taxi or Cheers or any other, or even Night Court. Uh, people, you know, you get seven or eight people, gotcha. and every one of them had something that you needed to have to make the full picture. Right. Everybody had the chops, and you know, hit their marks. <laughs> Yeah, there was uh, there was no lame character on those shows. You know, fucking like Ted right. Knight, dude. Ted Knight was awesome. Oh, well, that guy sucked. Like, dude, no, that was awesome acting. Ted Knight was great, man. I loved his that character, and I I used to love that show. Uh, it was based in San Fran. Uh, oh, too right. close too, for comfort. Too close for comfort. Man, I love yeah. that show. <laughs> yeah, I did too. And even uh, they they they, they like rebooted it in the middle, and they kind of switched things around or whatever. But it was, it was still good. Uh, yeah, the two hot daughters. Oh man, the, the two hot daughters that both neither resembled each other nor either of their parents, but it still worked because we didn't give a shit. <laughs> but it still worked. I'm saying, like, what's this blonde girl and this Mexican chick doing together? <laughs> you know, well, fuck it. Maybe she'll get naked. It's you know, we were still at the age when we didn't know you couldn't be naked on TV. Maybe we'll see your boobs. Maybe. Never Maybe. Saw, never saw, no, never Jim saw J. Bullock. Monroe. <laughs> and, you know, there's an episode yeah. of that show. We've probably talked about this. The band episode of Too Close for Comfort in which Monroe literally gets kidnapped and raped by two women in a van. Like that sounds That's like That's right. That sounds like something the family guy would make up, but that actually happened. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. And I, he, he was okay, traumatized. And they had to mention the fact that yeah. he was traumatized without ever mentioning the fact that he was gay because they couldn't yeah, touch I'm on saying. that. Like why would he? I was like, why would he be traumatized and like not knowing exactly how rape worked at the age of ten? But uh, yeah, he's like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> but d- why is doubling, he so upset about doubling up the fact that I didn't know what gay really was at the time? Now it seems like a really horrible thing they put that guy through. <laughs> True. They don't have that one in syndication anymore. I don't think the yeah. DVD sets came out that far, but you can find that on YouTube. Okay, good. I, I need to revisit that one. It seems like every uh, it's, series. It's pretty edits. horrifying and, and as an adult. Like, wow, I can't believe this aired in the first place. Yeah, I kind of remember him being like, uh, like you said, traumatized and like just uh, all just weirded I don't know. I I remember getting a strange vibe from that show, but I'm not quite understanding it. But I mean, I've got an an image of Jim J. Bullock in my mind, like uh, with his like hands clasped together and his shoulders like together and like looking solemn. Yeah, yeah. If they did that show now, it would have to be dramatic, and he'd probably win an award for it. Instead, oh, they, yeah. instead they made fun of the dude always and shoved him on Hollywood Squares to get rid of him. <laughs> Hey, he was a talent. Yeah, put him out there with Shadow <laughs> Stevens. Fuck it. 
I loved Shadow Stevens. <laughs> I, I loved Shadow Stevens when he was Fred rated. It's High Fly Hysteria, Video Mania, and TV Delirium. The chairman of the board of Federated would like you to know that Fred rated is on a trial basis. We frankly question his ability to communicate a clear picture of what Federated really is, which is namely the best selection of home electronics at the lowest possible prices. Anyway. Prices are crazy. Insane prices on a remote control. Sanyo VHS VCR, only two ninety nine. Now, please do not try this at home. And by the way, we at Federated feel that smashing perfectly good merchandise it is shameful and overly destructive, so enjoy it while you can, Fred. Your days may be numbered. Fred rated. <laughs> yes. The Fred rated joke. Yeah, I watched, um, I think I watched like a dozen commercials. Someone had uh, put those up on YouTube or something. I watched like a dozen of those commercials in a row. Hell yeah, those are still <laughs> good. Fred rated. <laughs> Audio, video, uh, Love, like I gotta get to a Fred rated store. There is not one around here. Oh yeah. well, all right, whatever. Yeah, never saw a single one of the fucking stores. Never. <laughs> I don't know where they were. You had to go to Modesto or some shit where I was not. So, uh, but uh, I also always yeah. wanted to go. I, I, I wanted to fucking go see Cal, man. Go see Cal, yes. <laughs> which, uh, which uh, yeah. one of my friends, my, my little friend who was, uh, I'd say, I'll say girlfriend, but she wasn't that kind of girlfriend. But my friend who was a girl at that age, she would run around the house singing <laughs> Pussy Cow because she was, was certain that's what that song was saying. And I said, I've, I've heard other people, and I say, I've heard other people have come up with that same thing, and including us. Here's Cal Worthington and his dog Spot. If you're living short of cash, go see Cal. Trouble's over in a flash, go see Cal. If other dealers you have cussed, here's a dealer you can trust. All you have to do is just go see Cal. You know, everybody in town is advertising new 88 model cars and trucks. We're selling 89s, brand new 89s at the very same prices. Look at this. A brand new 89 Ford Festiva, $54.95, $95 a month. A brand new 89 Ford Mustang, $89.95, $149 a month. And look at this, an 89 Ford Probe, the all-new Ford Probe. You've got to drive this car, $94.95, $163 a month. An 89 Ford Taurus, $10.995, $189 a month. An 89 Ford Aerostar, $99.95, $179. A month and 89 Ford and F 150 pickup, 9995, 173 a month. The 89 Ford cars and trucks are on sale at the same prices. Hey, come and see us. It's Worthington Ford in Long Beach. Worthington Ford in Long Beach, where your friends are. Open to midnight. See you here. Those commercials, you can still find them online too. And it still sounds like they're saying, if you need a car or a truck, pussy cow. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Well, I remember moving out there and hearing that. What the hell is that guy saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pussy cow. Like, Folks, okay, come on. I'll, I'll eat my <laughs> hat and I'll and I'll eat this frog's dick if you don't buy a car from me. You know. <laughs> and he'd be jumping jumping out of an bit. airplane and shit. Like, dude, what is this guy doing? You know. He's trying to sell some goddamn cars. That's what he's doing. Yeah, and his dog the, spot. The, nobody does that shit now. Yeah, and his dog spot. There, there are no people that do that anymore. There are no crazy Eddies. There are no, you know, Cal Worthingtons. There's just. Yeah, Paul from the Diamond Center. That was the coolest guy ever. <laughs> and he had to be scuzzy because he looked like Ron Jeremy, but he was, he, we liked him. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't a prick. Yep. Yep. I remember the first time seeing, uh, Ron Jeremy on film, <laughs> what could only be described as film. Uh, uh, hey, Paul from the Diamond Center? That was our in joke. But I mean, I'm sure other people had to thought that too. But well, why sure. is he doing this? 
if you've watched the you got all uh, that diamond center money the beginning of attack of the bfts and the credits one of the things it says one of the people starring in it is paul from the diamond center <laughs> so we included that joke back in the, those days along with uh, along with homer gray and uh and Anton, yep. Anton Jackson was on there. there was a bunch of, I think uh, Luther Campbell was one on there. There was a bunch of people. <laughs> Our list of guest stars yeah. was ridiculous. Like we could hire them all now for fifty bucks. Let's do that. <laughs> what else were we uh, seeing in '81? Uh, Donkey Kong. It was, the, it was that whole new arcade oh. era. So there was other things like Zaxxon and certainly some stuff like Phoenix and Galaga and all those. But definitely Donkey Kong was the big arcade winner of the year. It was my game right there. My older brother, his was Galaga. And uh, I got into Galaga later. But uh, yeah, definitely Donkey Kong. Yeah, I, I liked Donkey Kong a lot, man. That was it was great. I sucked, man. I sucked until I was at least probably twelve or thirteen. We used to still try and play at the gold mine. They still had Donkey Kong machines in what eighty nine, ninety shit. That's yeah, they did. Those things stuck around. It was and, uh, just a class. I would love to have one now. Just stick it in the house, even if you know if it didn't work, it just looked cool. I know. Yeah, just that the look of the old school video game is just so ah oh, man. There are some people it is who have their, their home arcades, and it's just, you know, like, wow, that looks so cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I have the the thing that'll play the games, but it's not the same. You know, it's still cool, but it's not as It's cool. still definitely cool, yeah. I like your setup, but uh, yeah, if you can get that cabinet, that would be kind of dope to do what Neo Geo did with the uh, having several games in a cabinet. <laughs> yeah, well, you can get them now that uh, you, you stick the computer in. It's like combines the thing I have with the other thing so that it looks real but does everything. So you can get a machine that yeah. basically, you get the, the pre built ones now, for, they're still expensive, but you get, it'll have like a Street Fighter set up, two sticks with the six buttons and all that shit. And then uh, you just stick a monitor and a computer in yeah. it and you're good to go. Plays like. 5,000 yeah. uh, arcade machines and another 5,000 pinball machines. Mm. Damn. I don't know. I might I might uh, bring that down to like the, the top 20 or 25 games because I don't, I don't want all of them. Or maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, would I don't have them all the, there. I have all the, the shit that up until a certain 20 point. Class- it's nice to have the menu yeah. with all, you know, I think I have on the menu probably 3,000 games, which is so still a lot. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, a lot of that stuff is, you know, that I could purge off of there, like 25 Mahjong machines and shit like that that I just never deleted. <laughs> or or uh, those whole stack of games that were out for a while where it was basically kicks except you were un- uncovering a semi-nude drawing of a woman in the background or something like you know, there's a lot of those but Ooh. but of the games that we play there's probably a, a solid 2,000 machines that you go oh I remember this one oh I remember this one you know, it doesn't seem like there's that many but there there really are a fucking lot because you, you go okay, from, you know going from 78 to why. 78 to 94 ish Tons of shit. Right. Yeah. You think about the, the, the gold mine itself had to have, 
if you think about the space involved and how big a machine was and start counting from the corner to the corner, they had to have several hundred machines in that place at any given time. Because, like, the long, long, long wall that was from, like, when you walked in the door all the way to the back of the place. All the way to the back. 50 machines straight, yeah. 50 that way, 50 up the other way, you're at 100, and everything else would be just, you know, icing on the cake. So that was a lot of shit that we went through, and they rotated them pretty well. And that was just at the one location. I also went to, like, you know, places here in in Detroit area, and then also, like, the the one on Fisherman's Wharf was a pretty badass arcade that you went down into the basement of, and it had, like, 50 Dragon's Lair machines when it was hot. (laughs) That place was crazy. They don't have anything uh, like that anymore. Uh, they have Dave and Busters. Well, there's, there's, there's a couple of, like, yeah, Dave and Busters. Yeah. It just doesn't have that feel of, uh, of uh, that, that, that dark, the gold mine. I mean, it could have been a scary place because it was dark as shit in there. <laughs> oh, true. But uh, definitely freaking awesome. I remember the first time, I, that may have been the first time that I had passed, uh, like, Piston Hurricane. I think I would always have trouble with uh, either Bald Bull or Piston Hurricane. I remember the first time I won the championship and uh, uh, on a Punch-Out. God, hey, that was a shining moment. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing in the red corner, Bald Bull. <laughs> I'd, I'd taken a break from um, working at Orange Julius. I think I had a 10 or 15 minute break and I went down to get my uh, punch out fix. And I remember uh, I made it to the third bald bowl <laughs> and I was like, uh, something was going on. Uh, oh, I had to get back to work. That's right. <laughs> I think uh-huh. I'd gone over like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm on the third bald bowl. I got back to work. Uh, do I leave this game or do I just, uh, what do I do? Here, kid, so take this choice. over. Yeah, take this over. It's the third ball bull. I got to get back to work. I'm late. <laughs> Those are the best. Here, kid, play this. Sweet. Awesome. Right, we oh, used to boy. get excited for portions of a quarter, guys. <laughs> oh, shoot, I think I remember watching people play just for the hope of someone <laughs> having to leave and giving you giving their game up. <laughs> yeah, and just to, to watch, just to learn how to play a lot of times, too. Right. I remember watching a guy play Robotron for hell along. God, I love that game. I remember that definitely watching the people great. playing Street Fighter and trying to figure out, how do you do that? Fuck, how do you do that? <laughs> you know? Like, I, I got to watch his hands. How does he, how do you do that, that fireball? Dude, how do you do that, that fireball? Well, you rotate this way and hit the button at the same time when it gets up here. What? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Yeah, that's how I always, uh, I always did to use Guile because he only had to do left and right instead of circles. <laughs> okay, I can do this. This one works. I was ser- seriously considering naming my firstborn Ryu. <laughs> That's how into that I was. But it was a girl, so <laughs> that didn't happen. Which is kind of weird because uh, for the most part, uh, I would either use Ken or Ryu. But uh, I like Ken. He he had kind of that wider arc on his uppercut. Yeah. But uh, you know, just yeah, I usually use Ken when I do that stuff now too. <laughs> Come on, he's got the kick and the goddamn fireball. And then uh, I actually have gone through this thing where I 
it doesn't matter what game it is now. I'll uh, I'll usually pick the girl, and uh, <laughs> and usually uh, use the chick because usually they have some cool little power. Well, sometimes there's something to <laughs> be said it. for that. There's a bunch of people like I was playing Dungeons and Dragons online, and they'd be like, "Well, how can how can you be a girl character?" And sometimes I was and like, "Well, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. It's an elf or whatever. Who gives a shit?" Like, but furthermore, I have to basically stand behind this character for the next hundreds of hours, and I'd rather look at this chick's ass than some dude's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Since it's going to be in my face and all, what the hell? It's feminist wrapped in sexism. That's a thing. That's it. That's exactly. A little bit of both. Well, uh, until next time, let's... uh can't wait to get an 82 because I know that that's going to be good. Yeah, ish. Starting, uh, well, pretty much starting with this one, but going forward, yeah, this stuff picks up more and more. A lot of cool shit that's coming up. Awesome. 252.
Mm -hmm. Ah, ah, Adonis, pull yourself together.